Hello and welcome to the Stage Spot Podcast, a place where we talk to performers, creatives and fans about all things theatre. Hosted by Tim Talks Theatre's founder, Tim Todd. Hello and welcome to the Tim Talks Theatre Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking with David from... Gamma Ray Theatre to talk about their upcoming production of A Up Hitler at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Okay, so my name's David McCulloch and I'm one of the co-creators of Gamma Ray Theatre. Um, I don't know how, mu- how much you want me to go into. Um, uh, just basically an, over- an overview, really, just... Like a couple more words. I don't know. This I will be honest. This is my first interview. It's really exciting for me to like meet other like creators and like producers. So it's up to you, really. I've got I've got about six more questions. Okay. Um. Well, if I ramble, just wave your arms and tell me to stop. Uh, so my name's David McCulloch. I'm an actor, uh, but I guess uh, I've also fallen into role, fallen into the role of producer, as I'm one of the co-founders of Gamma Ray Theatre. We're a Hampshire-based theatre company uh, dedicated to new writing and working with creatives in the local area. And we're coming up to Edinburgh Fringe with our debut production, which is a play that I've also written, which is called Aop Hitler. Well, that sounds good. And um, it, whereabouts is Hampshire? I can't. I can't think where that is. Uh, so basically, right down the south uh, middle of England. If you know where the Isle of Wight is, we can. See oh, yes. I know. I know. I know. So it's sort of past like hey, way past Hastings. And I'm just trying to think. I'm awful with geography. That's all right. For me, uh, <laughs> as someone who lives in the South, anything above London is the North. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I currently live in Kent at the moment. So, yeah. So, I sort of know the circle around London, maybe going into like Hastings and all that kind of area, South End. Yeah. So, we're a bit further west, but not. So far west, we're in Cornwall. We're kind of kind of slap bang, middle south, I guess. That sounds good. Um, I got these questions. I don't. I don't know whether they're any good. So I'm just going. You're you're sort of my guinea pig, if that's okay, and then I'll cut it. And obviously, I'm more than happy to be. <laughs> Uh, so, can you tell us two truths and one lie about yourself? Oh, God. Two truths and one <laughs> lie. Um, uh, uh, two truths and a lie about me. Um, this is my first full-length play that has ever been staged. Um, I'm a professional actor and I can fly. You put me on the spot, so I was like, oh, I don't know. One of those is true. 
no, two of those are true. One's a lie. And I imagine most people will go, yeah, the professional actor thing's a lie. We, we, we can believe you would fly before we can believe you can act. Oh, I think it's the flying one. Is that the... Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's that one. <laughs> and would you be able to describe your show in 23 words? 23 words? Yeah. Okay, those words don't count, my, my thinking words. Um, <laughs> the untold true story of how Hitler and cronies escaped Germany after losing the war and fled to Yorkshire, the last place you'd look. Fuck it, that's 24. Take one yeah, of the other words out. And that's, that's all right. It's just... Um... I was I was thinking I was thinking last night when I got in from work. I need some good questions. So I've done loads of research and stuff on getting questions. So I know they're a bit it's sort it's sort of different. I wanted not to ask sort of everyday questions that you would sort of I don't know. It's just so. Um, what are your plans excluding like social media marketing and like interviews and stuff uh to get more uh, ticket sales <laughs> um anything and everything really um we're basically like we don't have much of a marketing budget we can't afford fancy pr companies we can't afford to take out adverts in magazines or have a plane flying our banner across the you know the city which would be great um, so it's basically just uh, doing everything we can to just try and get the name of the show out there. Because again, this is our first time going to Edinburgh as a company, so we've got no standing, yeah. we've got nothing to compare it to. Um, so, well, using social media, I mean, as a, all the social media platforms as much as possible, engaging with other creatives, engaging yeah. with audience members. I'm, so, I'm sure you've seen that if any poor soul on Twitter goes, Hey, I'm going to Edinburgh Fringe. Any recommendations? They then suddenly get hounded by every theatre company under the sun, going, "Come see my show! Come see my show!" And I'm one of those people. But well, if it works, it works. I put a tweet out. I think it was Thursday, saying I could do interviews and stuff, and do blog posts and stuff like that on my socials. I thought I'd maybe get ten people. I got about sixty. And I'm like, that's why I had to put a calendarly link on because I thought, okay, and I work as well from time. So I was mm. like, I don't know whether I'll get a chance to do this. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, if one person, you know, replies to a tweet like yours, it will pop up on our For You timeline. So then everyone yeah. will go to it. Um, I mean, it's not the only way we're doing it. We're reaching, we, you know, Pretty much like everyone, we've sent out emails to, you know, um, magazines, newspapers, bloggers, everyone who will listen. Um, I think one of the benefits of the play that we're taking up is the title is quite eye-catching. Yeah. It's definitely a title that has made people go, oh, okay, um, which, is, which has proved very beneficial for us. And also the poster that was created by our director. It's also very, it's a very simple design, but it's very eye-catching with the use of the red uh, as the main colour. And then, of course, the white circle with the 
the um, unmistakable silhouette of the comb over and the mustache of our lead character. That sounds good. Um, yeah, would you be able to send me like the press release and stuff so I can put it on the socials? Yeah, I think I might have already you, you, done it. You may have done it. I need to double check. I got so I many. Imagine, I imagine <laughs> your inbox is probably overflowing. I imagine when you sent out that first tweet going, hey, anyone interested? Your Twitter <laughs> notifications blew up and then suddenly your phone was pinging off of emails. I can probably imagine that would have happened. And I get other PR news as well. So it's like, okay, I didn't expect that. <laughs> You've opened the floodgates now. I literally have a, I should have done it an easier way or something. But next year, that can. I think as... all of us theatre companies were like sharks, and you putting a tweet out saying any shows interested in some interviews is like putting a little drop of blood in the ocean, and we're all like, oh, go, 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 go. <laughs> that, uh, that's why I had to limit limit it to today and next and next Monday as well yeah. otherwise I'm not going to get anything done <laughs> but I work and I've got to go to work so I've got to do this go to work go to I'm not working today but do this go to work and it's like yeah. okay <laughs> that's I one don't. of the hard things for us over here as well so the company's run by myself and my fiance hannah kate but the thing is we also work full time yeah. so we're working alongside producing this show and marketing it and we've got to sort out some costumes and we've got to build some more props and then sort out something with her mac which is what we're using to tech the show and it's just i don't know there's no time left we could do with another year before we go up to edinburgh I know. I know. Um, have I asked you what you would miss most while away from home? I don't know. Uh, you haven't, but I can tell you exactly what I'll miss the most. Uh, and I think this will also go for Hannah as well, uh, is our dog Gia, because unfortunately she can't come up with us. And she has become a little bit of a theatre dog herself. Um, she started off as a rehearsal room dog. We always brought her to every single rehearsal. And then she ended up uh, getting what I would call a maybe not the main role, but definitely a pivotal role in a um, youth theatre production of Annie Junior. Oh, wow. So she was on stage as Sandy the dog, which was great. Uh, but also, uh, we were both, both Hannah and I are also actors. We were a little bit jealous because our dog managed to get a paid stage acting gig <laughs> before us this year. Wow. And in fact, we haven't actually had a paid acting gig on stage, neither of us. So our dog's currently winning on that front. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, we'll definitely um, miss our, our dog because she can't come up with us to Edinburgh. So she's staying um, with Hannah's parents. Um, so that'll be, that'll be tricky. Um, we'll just keep pestering for dog photos and dog videos while we're there. Definitely. De definitely. Uh, my family have got a dog and... It doesn't live with me, so I'm like, can I have some photos, please? <laughs> and like every so often, he comes round and like this, like I look after him, like when they're unavailable. And I'm like, I don't really want you to go, but I do at the same time because you're a nightmare to look after. <laughs> 
on top. So when you're up in Edinburgh, what, what, mm. what are you looking forward to going to see apart from like putting on the show? Um, I don't know. There's so much to choose from. There's like three thousand odd shows. Um, there's a, there's a few that have already stuck out to me. Um, it's probably evident from the fact that we have a show with a eye-catching title. Is that if I see something with uh, a title that leaps out to me uh, or is quite unique or makes me go, "Oh, that's something that will immediately draw my attention." I think I'm just looking for something that will be a laugh. Um, I think with the stress of, you know, put, taking a show up to the fringe, I think I'll probably be looking for something a bit outrageous and comedic. Um, there's definitely a few shows that I'm really keen on seeing, one of them being um, Diana, the untrue and untold story, um, which I've heard a lot of buzz about, which I'm really interested to see. Um, I, think that, I think that's going to be in London, if I remember. I think they've had previews in London. I think it's going to be a concert. I'm not too sure. I think Lambert Jackson are producing it. Oh, no, that's a different dynamic. Uh, Why are they so This is is one from um, Awkward Productions, but they Uh, were first. Awkward Productions were first with their Diana Diana show. Watch that one. Don't watch the one in London. Or do. (laughs) Support all theatre. You can have two Diana shows. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, the amount, yeah. like the amount of times I've seen Les Mis, I've seen the concert version and I've seen like, the r- original version. So hmm. like, it's two different theatre. The- like, all theatre's different. Like, it's different staging, different sometimes creative team. Hmm. It's like with me, I'm like a massive fan of mischief with the play that goes wrong and they're doing yeah, so yeah the, uh, I, i've not been lucky enough to go to the fringe but mm. what is like i know they were at the fringe last year so like loads of amazing shows have been sort of at the fringe which have then gone on to um, like, do so, so well. So yeah, that... well, I think, didn't the play that go wrong, it started, like, at the fringe above a pub or something, quite small scale with Mischief, th- and now it's gone on to, like, this huge, like, multimedia franchise with West End, Broadway transfers, a TV show spin-off and everything. So... I know, it's just, it's just crazy. It's like... Um, a couple of weeks ago, I went to see The Choir of Man in London. That was at the Edinburgh Fringe mm. as well. So it's, su- it's such a great place to show new, ca- new theatre. Yeah. Um, sorry, I can't, I can't read my writing. That's How right. embarrassing. So um, if you took over programming for a venue... Um, what would be your perfect lineup of shows? Um, I'll just be greedy and give them all, give them to all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh God, uh, I don't know really. It's it's tricky because it's like, oh, that is a really that is a really tough one. 
Um, you can tell, I, I, sorry, you can tell I was busy researching. I thought, okay, I need to get some different questions. <laughs> That's a genuine tough one. If I was in control of a venue, um, I don't know. Well, I know a few people who are, you know, creative and looking for like their own venues to perform places. There's another local theatre company in down where I live called Black Box Theatre um, who don't have their own venue, so they tour. So I'd like to, we, we'll, I'll take over a venue with them. Um, I think what, I think uh, in regards to your question, is that programming a venue at Edinburgh or programming a venue anywhere? Uh, either, really. But okay, maybe, so. may, maybe two scenarios, maybe do one in Edinburgh and one in like a venue anywhere in the UK. So I would, first and foremost, I'd want to programme a venue in Hampshire, um, which is where, where I'm from, um, because one of the reasons we set up Gamma Ray is because we found that there's a lot, there is a lot of theatre in Hampshire, but it's mostly receiving houses that take on shows from London, shows that are produced from London or cast in London, when there's a plethora of talent here in Hampshire that often gets overlooked. And so I'd want basically, it's going to sound a bit League of Gentlemen, a local theatre for local people. Uh, no, um, I'd want a Hampshire theatre made up of Hampshire creative and Hampshire theatre companies and you know, writers, directors, actors, techies, producers, everyone all from the local area, just to kind of showcase what we can offer. I mean, it wouldn't yeah. be exclusive if there's someone from, I don't know, Surrey or Wiltshire yeah. who wants to hop across county lines and join. That's absolutely fine. We're not going to make it so exclusive. But that would be what I'd want to do. Um, and that's one thing with Gamma Ray. We want to create opportunities for Hampshire creators. Um, I mean, I, if it wasn't for the fact that I was producing the show, God knows who would have taken it on. Because it's, it's a little bit of a, a risky show. I mean, just from the title alone, um, it's a little bit, it can cause a, a wee bit of eyebrow raising. Uh, we did get our, we had our TikTok account banned because the poster <laughs> got flagged. Um, oh, wow. We got accused of promoting hate speech. We weren't. We really weren't. In fact, the one video that broke the camel's back with TikTok was when we did like a template, which is like a Will Smith meme, the one from a YouTube rewind years ago, and he's looking through binoculars. And then we edited it so that our fringe program entry was in it. And that got our, vid our account banned because apparently our image from the Edinburgh Fringe program was one step too far. Um, I'm really deviated. Uh, Edinburgh, what would I want to do if I was in Edinburgh? Um, if I had all the money in the world, I would go for theatre companies that don't have a lot of money and I would go, you can come here and we'll just do a straight box office split, no fees, no nothing. Um, you can just come in, maybe a tiny deposit, but something like really, really minuscule, and then just do a straight box office split with all of them. Um, that's if I had all the money in the world. Uh, I don't, but maybe one day. Um, because uh, the fringe is so fucking expensive. <laughs> I know. I've, I, 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 I was literally researching how much it would be. I think well, a couple of weeks ago, mm. and it, it's so expensive. It's just like 
sometimes I feel like it in a way it'll be cheaper to put it on at your local theatre in a way mm. like but then again you don't get the exposure like at the fringe you do so it's it's quite it's crazily expensive yeah it's all the thing like I mean we've got a pretty good deal with our venue we've just done it on a flat hire which is quite expensive but if we do well it will work out better for us financially but then of course yeah. the other issues is like accommodation we've had yeah. to go for accommodation that's like 20 minutes outside of edinburgh because if you go in the city center oh boy it's very bad um and then obviously you want to try and get the name of your show out there but then if you yeah. want to really market it and pay for pr and take out adverts that also costs a lot of money so we've had to not do that and also there are these bloody things in our play called actors that want paying i mean <laughs> christ who, who do they think they are they want paying for having an entire month off of work and families to support it's disgraceful if you ask me i do i do have a question about that you don't have to like give me a full answer okay but it is the pain similar to the um, equity agreement how do you mean by how do you mean by that? What the payment? Yeah. So uh, are are they? You don't have to like give me a number. Are they like the similar or are they sort of less? There's different equity agreements. I think there's like a different equity rate for fringe theatre. Um, but we did look at that when we went to paying our our actors. But at the same time, as well as paying them, we're also covering their accommodation, paying a bit yeah. more to travel. Mainly because, like, you know, our our act. Well, we've cut costs in other places as well. So as well as as well as producing, myself and Hannah are also in the show because that's yeah. a cost that then gets you know we don't have to worry about. We don't have to worry about paying to see more actors because we can take on those roles. I mean, that wasn't the reason why we joined in. That just kind of happened when we first started doing the show a couple of years ago because we had people drop out. We were doing it on profit share, and we were like, no one wants to do a profit share show so soon after mm. covid right we'll jump in and we'll take over um and then we had our our technical stage manager pull out um late last year from doing fringe so we were like do we hire another one and then we realized oh actually we can do it ourselves because there's no point where myself and hannah are on stage at the same time so we kind of swap over at one point during the show um, so we've the pair of us have managed to both be producing, marketing. Uh, she's in charge of props and costume. We're acting in it and teching the show, and I've written the damn thing. So uh, the answer to your question is I don't know, probably a brain aneurysm or uh, a stroke or a hernia, <laughs> or we're going to flat out die from exhaustion come the end of it. But it will be worth it because we've got our show together. Definitely. <laughs> It is, a, it is an amazing achievement, like writing new um, shows and then, because it's not like you're local either. You, you've got like hours and hours of driving to get up there. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely, uh, going from Hampshire to Edinburgh, it's pretty much just going right across the country. I think we have, we have to stop off on the way. Luckily, our director's got a friend in um Northumbria I think who we're staying with the night before and then we continue our journey and then we've got the tech and then it's all go from there wow and um, 
Can you tell me what venue you'll you'll be at and the dates possible? Yep. So Aop Hitler will be performing at the space at Surgeons Hall from the 4th till the 26th of August with a day off on the 13th. Um, mainly because I've well, I think we deserve a, a little bit of a rest, don't we? Um, Definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, so the 4th till the 26th, no show on the 13th, and we'll be performing at 10.15pm, and the show runs for 65 minutes. Brilliant. So it's quite, it's quite a late one, but it does work well if you've had a few cheeky pints before. In fact, the play, we do actually say in the show that um, this play comes with an alcohol advisory warning in that we strongly advise the consumption of alcohol before, during, and definitely after the play. Fantastic. And um, what's that? And sort of, could you do a um, 30 second pitch for your show uh, or a um, just a pitch that I can post like, on social media as well. Just if I go over thirty seconds, just wait, or it might end up being really quick, and I don't, and I've just spoken really fast. Um, so, Aop Hitler is unlike anything you will have seen at the Edinburgh Fringe, uh, unless you know of any other shows that see the Fuhrer dressed in tweed and talking the Northern accent. Um, it's a madcap, anarchic, farcical comedy on the surface. But underneath, there are socio-political... Oh, no. I've lost my train of thought, actually. Can I start that bit again? Of course, you can start again. Don't write all that. Don't write all that in of me going, uh, wait, what, what am I saying? What's going on? It's so early. It's not that early. I'm just very tired. Um, so, Aop Hitler is unlike anything you will have seen at the Edinburgh Fringe, unless you know of any other shows that see the Fuhrer dressed in tweed and speaking in a strong northern accent. It is a madcap, anarchic, and farcical comedy on the surface, but underneath um, there is a message exploring the rise of modern day fascism and holding a mirror up to our current ridiculous political climate that we are all stuck in that's and the ymca that's brilliant it's got everything it's got everything you need from the show it's got jokes it's got song and dance numbers um fight scenes sexual chemistry uh ridiculous costumes ridiculous voices um socio-political messages and the ymca I just want to say thank you to David from Gamma Ray Theatre. Um, they're going to be performing at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival from the 4th to the 26th of August at 10.15pm. Uh, you can find more information on their website, gammaraytheatre.com. Everything will be linked in the descriptions. So thank you for listening or watching on our socials. And we wish them the best of luck with their production. Thank you for listening to the Stage Spot podcast. You can find Tim Talks Theatre on social media. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, which is now called X. You can also visit our website, timtalkstheatre.co.uk, 
or you can send me an email timtalkstheatre at gmail.com. <laughs>